There's 48 black people in Norwich. There'll be 47 when I go to London on Saturday. People actually question that. There are 48 black people in Norwich. I actually have a breakdown here, actually. 32 are UEA students. Um, about 14 are NUA students. And like, the rest are miscellaneous black people. <laughs> you know those miscellaneous black people that move into your neighborhood and you're like, who are these black people? These miscellaneous black people. Nelson, hello. <laughs> hello, Vic. I have to say, first and foremost, it's, uh, thank you very much for this opportunity. And I didn't double chat. Should I say Vic or Victoria? You just go for Vic. Vic, all right, good, because I'm going to keep repeating your name, so I'd rather. I feel know. like we're all friends now, aren't we? We're all friends. We are, indeed. We're, we're in lockdown. We're desperate to connect, so let's just go for Vic. Perfect. Well, um, my name is Nelson, and I've been I've been active on the open mic scene for over six years now. This is in Norwich. So when we first started, there wasn't much of an open mic scene. It was just about seven-ish, seven or eight local comedians that would get together in Norwich um, at a pub and we'd all do small sets. And the only audience we had was our friends or people who were already in the bar before the show started. So there was no structure, but you have to give credit to a man named Joe Frost. So Joe Frost was one of the first local comedians to, to put together shows in Norwich. So um, the first one was at the Birdcage. I'm not sure if he said that one up, but it was already established as an open mic. And the second one was at Gonzo's Comedy, was at Gonzo's, which later on became Gonzo's Comedy Night, which I run. So this is around August 2014. That's when okay. um, the scene, the local scene started flourishing. So at that time, picture this, there's only about two open mics in Norwich. And mm -hmm. now fast forward, fast forward six years later, there's about six or seven so we've grown a bit there's now a bit more of a circuit locally yes yeah because that's a really good point the the only way that we can we were just chatting just um moment a moment ago about you have to do these open mic nights you have to do these nights where you're only performing to maybe four people or and yes. a, a person at the bar and their dog because this is like your apprenticeship. You need to practice in front of people in order to get good. And you yes. just made me realize that actually the MCs and the promoters, the people that put on the night, are important to creating yeah. that scene. They are indeed the unsung heroes. Years later, I always reflected on the fact that um, if there was no scene in Norwich, if there was no open mic scene, I may not have progressed as much as I have because there wouldn't have been shows and there wouldn't have been the opportunity to know how good I can be or, you know, how much I can push this. 
comedy thing. I do feel a little bit being in lockdown that my comedy muscle is dying. I I like to, I do <laughs> try to find ways of keeping it because it because it it is like athletics or something. You know, it's, yes, you need to keep on training, otherwise you lose it. Uh, have you been doing any online gigs for it or how have you been um, keeping your muscle alive to tell you the truth Vic, I have been avoiding online gigs mainly because I have a feeling or rather a fear that it's not going to be the same as being on stage and yes. I'm now I'm now scared that if I'm not fighting online then what if the lockdown extends what am I going to do yeah. yeah if i'm not funny online but I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a fear i'm more scared about the fact that these online gigs will not work out and everyone will just start thinking wait a minute has he been tricking us this whole time <laughs> is this only funny in person <laughs> that sort of thing yeah. so it's a good it, point it's it's, you've got to be funny live and funny online and they're very different aren't they it's not the same principle that's what i'm thinking but i'm yet to do an online gig but if i do i will inbox you i will message and let you know i'm generating new material as much as i can i'm staying uh, active because i realize that that's that's all we got at this point until we know how things are going to progress yes it's it's I have just started keeping a journal for my for the first time in my life, and yeah. in the, and it's a funny time to start keeping a journal because nothing is happening. No. But then I realised I've been talking to my friends and my family more um, than I do usually, and they're actually really weird and say very funny things. And so mm. I've been like, oh, okay, so maybe I'm not experiencing anything funny but i can take the things that my family and friends are saying yeah like like my uncle brian he um as soon as boris mentioned lockdown he took Mm. a chain and he chained and padlocked his gate (laughs) 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 that's a story you can tell on stage (laughs) just see what i'm saying (laughs) Exactly. And he's just like, I've got chickens, I've got vegetables, the yeah. world can stay away. And now yeah. I think he could be the only person left and he would never know. <laughs> he would never know. <laughs> and Victoria, think about how funny as a joke that is that that is without even adding anything to it. You can even just go on stage, tell that story, and people will find that fascinating because that is what the majority of the population are going through right now. It's all confusion and need to make sense of what's going on. So mm-hmm. I definitely relate to that. Um, Nelson, how can people find out about you? Um, my name is Nelson Gomba Comba. Good luck spelling that. But if you can, um, I have videos on YouTube. I have um, Facebook clips and I'm on Instagram as well.